How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy you have in the presence of our God because of you? Night and day we pray most earnestly that we may see you again and supply what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus clear the way for us to come to you. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as ours does for you. May he strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father when our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy ones. We live in strange times, don't we? These last few weeks have been some of the most incredible times, certainly that I've ever known. And I guess for many of us, we've never known times like this. Everything's got to change, hasn't it? We can't quite navigate ourselves to work out where exactly we are and where it's going to go. And as a church, we're in the same position. We're having to change everything we do for the time being. Uh, and so thank you for your patience. Thank you for bearing with us. We're, we'll, we'll, we're adapting as we go along and things will need to change. And this is the first time we've done church online. And so we'll learn from it and things will be different as we go forwards. But one of the things that I think is clear, as somebody said uh, recently, the thing that's upset them is not that they've realised this is out of their control, but that coronavirus has made them realise they were never in control in the first place. And in some respects, all that's happening has made us realise that the things that we used to trust in aren't quite as trustworthy as we thought. Strange times. And I want to acknowledge that for all of us, there's a big variety of emotions. Some of us, we're fairly confident and we just look forward to getting over this and it'll be fine. Others of us are at the other end of the spectrum and are actually genuinely quite scared. Some of us are a little bit frustrated that all those plans that we'd made are now being disrupted. Others of us are concerned about what it looks like to be at home for a little while. Some of us are worried about being alone. Some of us, frankly, are worried about not being alone. Strange times. And I want to acknowledge those emotions. And over the coming weeks, we as a church want to be a place where we can support each other in this turbulent time. Where we genuinely show something of the love that God's shown us to each other and beyond. We want to serve our community well. So we're supporting our food bank and we're so grateful for the ways that people are, have been supporting that. But we want to ramp that up a little bit and we're, we're looking at ways to do that. We want to care well for those in our community that need food and need looking after. And there's a challenge, isn't there, for all of us. What does that look like for me in my street, in my neighbourhood, in my community? We want to serve our communities well. We also want to keep spurring each other on. So we've set up a, a blog, which is an opportunity every day to keep encouraged. Uh, we've invited from pe pe people from all across Riverside to share a very brief video thought, reflection, on a psalm of their choice. And every day a new psalm will appear uh, as just simply a way of being encouraged in this time, a way to spur each other on. And also, like so many, uh, across the nation. We are joining together in prayer for our nation. Christians all across the country are spending today in prayer. Some I know are fasting as well, pouring out our hearts saying, God have mercy on us. 
Please direct our paths. Please lead us forwards. We don't know where we're going. Paul, in the Bible, knew what it was like to feel out of control. And in 1 Thessalonians, it's clear that as he's writing to these Christians in a place called Thessalonica in modern-day Greece, that the situation was not what they'd have chosen. Paul longs to be with his friends, and yet he can't. It's all kicking off for them, and uh, the world that they'd known was now unsettled, and there's persecution, opposition, so it's different circumstances from us. But what is obvious is that this is out of their control, and it is not what they have chosen. And I guess for some of us, we echo with Paul because he simply longs to see his friends again and he's not sure when he will do. And of course, in today's world, we can see each other on the internet, we can do Skype calls, we can do FaceTime and whatever it might be, and we can chat on the phone, but still there is a sense of dislocation uh, that we can't quite be together with our life group, with our community group, with those we care about, for some with our families, for some with our close friends. We can't be together and we're wondering when the next time we will. And Paul, in the middle of this situation, out of his control, longing to be together but not sure how it's going to pan out, he says these words, verse 12 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as ours does for you. It's a heartfelt cry, isn't it? That in this time of uncertainty, it's an opportunity for love to increase. And did you notice what he said? May the Lord make your love increase and overflow, not just for each other, but for everyone else. I wonder what it might look like for our love to increase and overflow in these days. I wonder if there's a few things. The first, I wonder if our love can increase and overflow by literally being a lifesaver. It's clear, isn't it, that the NHS and the people who work for the NHS are doing a brilliant job in really pressurised time. And we are so thankful for those within our Riverside Church family who are at the moment really burdened and really pressurised, serving so faithfully the NHS. But we all get our chance to be a lifesaver by simply being careful, by recognising that our own physical strength may not be the and our own circumstances may be very different to those we're in contact with. And so just because we're not worried, it doesn't mean that they don't have someone that they're very concerned about. And so it's an opportunity for us to be a lifesaver. We love each other by recognising we have to protect and care for each other. That's the first thing. We can be a lifesaver, literally, by just looking after each other. We can also love each other and our love can increase and overflow by being gracious. What do I mean by that? I've noticed something over the last few days, both within my own heart, but actually in others around me. There's a diversity of reactions to this moment. Some, frankly, are fed up. Some are terrified. Some 
are terrified because kids are off school now and how's this going to work out? Some are frankly bored and others are really afraid. All of us have different reactions and I think our love can increase and overflow by recognizing that my reactions may be different from your reactions and there may be good reasons why that's so. So for those who are scared, they might be scared about themselves or they may actually be scared for someone that they know or that they're close to who is very vulnerable. For others who are confident, it might be they're confident because they want to sort of just, as it were, get over this moment. For others want to keep going because they're scared about their livelihood and if they stop, the money stops. These are challenging times. And so therefore we can love each other by simply being gracious and recognizing that your reactions may be different from someone else. And there may be good reasons for that. So our love can increase and overflow by being a lifesaver, by being gracious. But I wonder if there's another way that our love can overflow. And that's by not giving up meeting together. Now obviously in this moment, the way we do church is going to have to change and the way we do our relationships are going to have to change. So I can't just meet with my friends anymore. We have to plan it carefully and we have to actually do it probably online. But because of technology, there is still an opportunity to keep on meeting together, even though we might not be meeting physically. And I want to encourage us at this time to not get out the habit of meeting together as church, even though we're not physically doing it. And we can all love each other by committing to meeting together. And what might that look like? It might mean that for some of us, we can schedule in the same time that we normally have our life group or normally have our community group. But instead of physically meeting together, we do it online or do it via FaceTime or Zoom call or Skype. We can carry on meeting even though we're not meeting. And even church, we're going to be doing some things on Sundays. Uh, we're exploring what online church looks like. I have no idea. We're learning to walk before we run, but we're, we're kind of making up as we go. We're trying to learn from others who've gone way before us. But I'd encourage you to still try and plug in both in terms of communication, but actually to be a family together. And so let's not give up meeting together, even though physically we might not be able to. So we can love by being a lifesaver, literally. We can love by being gracious. We can love by meeting together. Uh, but finally, I think we're called at this moment to love by adopting a posture that is different. Let me read the words again. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else. I think us who are followers of Christ have the opportunity to adopt a different posture from those who have no hope. At the moment, things are really uncertain. We don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know what this is going to look like. We have real questions but we know who holds the future. And we know the God of the universe loves us. How do we know that? 
because he gave his own son for us. And so at times where we've got questions, where we're not quite sure how this is going to pan out, we can look to the cross when Jesus died for us. And we can recognize that even with our questions, we know that God is for us and loves us. And not only that, Jesus didn't stay on the cross. He rose up from the grave, shattering death itself. And so therefore, for the follower of Jesus, yeah, we might be anxious about how this coronavirus is going to pan out, but we don't fear in the same way that others might, because Jesus has beaten death. And so friends, therefore, frankly, we have an opportunity to show love for each other but more importantly, perhaps, love for our community by adopting not a posture of fear, but a posture of presence. That we recognize God is with us and is for us. We don't fear the grave, and so therefore we can be a non-anxious presence to those around us. By giving a phone call, by sending a card, by touching with our elderly neighbour, by being willing to get some shopping in for those who can't. Whatever it takes to be a blessing to our community, to show that yes, we share their concerns, but actually we follow one who's beaten death itself, and so therefore we have nothing to fear. And so we show love, and our love overflows by pointing people to Christ. And so, friends, in this turbulent time uh, where we no longer go to church, we work out new ways of being church. Let's be a place of real love. Love for God, love for each other, and love for those in our community who are desperate at the moment. Let's continue to pray for each other. And should we do that now? Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you're the God of great love. And I pray even now, wherever we're meeting all across Birmingham watching this, Holy Spirit, would you invade our hearts? Would you give us such a sense of your presence and an overwhelming sense of your love for us? That right now in living rooms and in places all across this city, we might know what we're called to, to be a people of love, bringing life wherever we go, whomever we're in contact with. May our love increase and overflow, we pray. Come Holy Spirit. Amen.